Oh boy, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Josh Potter Show. Tis I, Josh Potter, with you once again. And thank you so, so much if you came to Portland, Oregon's big show over at the Siren Theater. Oh my god, I had a great time. Thank you to the Yak Boys from Barstool for coming out. Nick, KB, Stephen Che. Oh, it was a dream. So happy everyone really came out. And we've got more shows on the docket. I'll be at Skankfest, of course, this weekend. If you're there, do say hello. Come up and say hi. Let's take pictures. Let's have fun. That's happening this weekend in Las Vegas, of course. Down the road, though, October 20th and 21st, Pottstown, PA. I'm going to be at Soul Jules, the legendary Soul Jules. Get your tickets to those shows. Two shows, two nights. And then Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco, October 26th. That's one show only. Then one show only in Seattle at the Hereafter. So make sure you get tickets to that. That's happening October 29th. Again, Seattle at the Hereafter. On the 29th of November here in Southern California at Brea, California at the Brea Improv. December 1st through 3rd, La Jolla Comedy Store also in Southern California here. And then in December also we have around Christmas time the 22nd and 23rd Side Splitters down in Tampa Bay. So make sure you get all your tickets. And folks, do subscribe to the Patreon, the Twitch all those things all those links can be found in the description you know what else guess what folks the roach has merch once again and oh boy it's exciting stuff got to give a shout out to garrett who designed the logo it's beautiful and i'm so happy it's come to fruition and it is on sale now joshpottermerch.com that's joshpottermerch.com that link will be in the description of the episode go there buy it right now buy it up and we'll get more shirts going but this one is just such a dream to have this bad boy so get it before we get cease and desist or something (laughs) (laughs) appreciate y'all being here and uh we're going solo dolo with kirsten we got alex and milo here as well and it is a big big day in the sports world we talked about it yesterday or excuse me last week really it happened uh, yesterday from the time we're taping this uh, but we discussed it last week with chase a little bit i broke the news to her you know some swifty by the way chase didn't know that travis kelsey is that show that she's just like a normal swifty and i'm an obsessed nfl fan that i knew who travis kelsey was canoodling with whereas she didn't know who taylor swift was canoodling with do you know what i'm saying yeah i think it says more about you yeah, like, and it's really weird. The NFL fans are lunatics, and so are uh, Taylor Swift fans. So these two worlds combining is like uh, Avengers Civil War or something. I actually have never seen that movie, so that reference might have been really wrong. <laughs> but I'm assuming it's where the Avengers fight each other or something. Mm-hmm. Ah, look at me. I know something about you Marvels. I don't Not really. Not <laughs> I don't really care to either, to be quite honest. (laughs) Not going to lie. Nevertheless, the Swifty fans and the NFL fans are in a collision course. I'm sure by the time this episode airs, you are exhausted with all the talk of Taylor Swift arriving to Kansas City to watch Travis Kelsey. After he had such a cheesy line, by the way. I thought it was so cheesy. He was like, I saw her rock out in Arrowhead Stadium. It'd be nice if she came to watch me rock out in Arrowhead Stadium. Ugh. Yucky. If that kind of shit works on Taylor Swift, man, oh man, if I had a different body and face and penis and, <laughs> you know, physically if I was a different person, but I had my brain, I'd be married to Taylor Swift right now. Are you kidding me? I always said if I had a full head of hair, I'd own Hollywood. I would. Uh, but never, I don't. So these are the things I'm fighting against. I'm like that little gremlin in uh, in the movie 300 where they told him he couldn't be in the Spartans. And you know what he did? He joined the other side. <laughs> Destroyed them. Yeah, Xerxes gave him a bunch of... Uh. Did you see that? Xerxes gave him... Uh. And money... That's what you get, Leonidas. You Idiot. And I'm Greek. And I say this. Real bad move. Not letting the gremlin be a part of the, of the uh, Spartans there. So the sports world has been ablaze. Are you scrolling through and seeing? I mean, Twitter has just been annoying. It's getting to the point where it's annoying. I thought I saw a video of them walking together. He was yeah, in like a white all, suit with like blue paint all over it. It wasn't a white suit. It was like some tropical night. Yeah, Here you this go right one. there. Yeah, look at that. Yuck. It didn't even look like him to me for a second. I shook that man's hand at the comedy store one time. 
And I felt icky doing it then because I am a Bills fan. Here's the thing, and it's not because he's not a swell guy or whatever the case may be. I mean, sure, he's cool or whatever. Santino is buddies with him. <laughs> I, <laughs> that doesn't, that's not, well, that wasn't a disparaging thing <laughs> for the record. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I just don't want, because here's the thing. Gronkowski was at the comedy store one night, and so was uh, Julian Edelman. Two gentlemen of the New England Patriots, which is the team that I loathe more than anything in this world. If there's anything I hate in this world, it's the New England Patriots. More than racism, more than misogyny. <laughs> I hate the New England. It goes like it goes like New England Patriots racism's too. <laughs> in terms of things that I think are detestable about a person. If you're a New England Patriots fan, then a racist, then like, you know, you hit your wife or something. Those those are up there. You know, the, the worst people in the planet that you can come up with, they rank up there with those people <laughs> is what I'm saying in my eyes. So when I'm, you know, someone goes, do you want to meet Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman? They could very well be cool guys. You know what I mean? Julie, uh, Rob Gronkowski grew up where I grew up. So we have something relatable there. But I just don't want to like them because this are the, this is, that's like uh, you want to meet Darth Vader. <laughs> and then you have a beer with Darth Vader and he turns out to be chill. It's like, I don't want to think Darth Vader's a chill dude. You know? Does that make sense or am I irrational? I mean, I, I think I get where you're coming from. I'm pulling from. the room here. I'm I just want, imagining I'm like, you at a bar with Darth Vader and he's just winning you over. He's just a misunderstood guy. I can imagine. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you can affect my voice, but you could just imagine Darth Vader being like. <laughs> Suck, huh? And then you're like, <laughs> yeah, Darth, they do, man. I wasn't buying into the Justin Fields hype either. <laughs> that would be hilarious if you guys followed football. Um, no, I just, yeah, I can't. Uh, so that's why when I shook Travis Kelsey's hand, I felt a little bit of a, I don't hate the Chiefs as much as I hate the Patriots. You know what I mean? They don't even crack that list that I was talking about up there as far as Chiefs fans or the Chiefs people. They've only recently been good. Maybe, you know, if they have 20, if Patrick Mahomes plays for the next 20 years and they're in every other Super Bowl for the rest of my life, maybe, yeah, then I'll hate them because they occupied so much of my of my Super Bowl or, you know, just like the success of the league, keeping the bills down. Then I'll hate them. But it was still icky. You know what I mean? The Bills lost some of their biggest games in recent memory to the Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't really necessarily want to be like, hello, Mr. Kelsey, and shake his hand and then be like a real a real simp cuck as a Bills fan. I was wearing a Bills hat, too. So I'm, I'm, I was hoping he'd notice, but he didn't really give a shit. They're the players. They don't. They're like, I'm a billionaire. Who do I care about? They don't even. They're like, yeah, I play for the Chiefs. Who cares? They don't care about the. I don't think they care about the rivalries as much as I do. But that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? It's like com com probably like when like a comedy fan comes up to you and they go like, you know, what's Bobby Lee? You know, they ask you stuff like that, that kind of, you know, and you're like, it's all fun. You know, we're all just having fun. So it's probably the same thing. But uh, nevertheless, I met the man. I forgot where I was even going with all that. I just started thinking about Patriots fans and I saw red. <laughs> But it's, I've met a few Patriots fans out there. You know, I don't begrudge them that much. You know, I try to take everyone at their uh, face value. It's like, it's not your fault who you're a fan of, you know. But listen, the Bills don't, We you know, we're, we're not without our black eyes in recent days. And that's off the field type of stuff. And one of which is about our owner, Terry Pagula, who, by the way, somebody sent me in this story. And they go, isn't this your boy? Because he owns the Bills. They think he's my boy, but... If you recall, I, I threatened to ruin the man's life at one point <laughs> during the history of this show because there was talk before they got the stadium deal done. There was talk of um, them relocating perhaps to Austin. And I was like, didn't enough of my life relocate to Austin? And I was getting pissed. I'm like, the bills will not go. I cannot have that happen. And they, they eventually you know got the deal done, so I didn't have to ruin. I said if he moves him to Austin, I will just throw all of my dreams and hopes away and just spend the rest of my time ruining Terry Pagula's life. And that's not to, that wasn't a threat about physical harm or anything like that. All it was was that I would just make sure that, like, you know, if he's uh, walking down a street in New York City, I'd make sure an air conditioner dripped on him 
You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. If he's going to buy a coffee, it's going to be cold. <laughs> I'm going to go to great lengths to make sure he just like has a shitty time. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to find this article about him, though. Here, Oh, there it is. So Terry Pagula and other owners in the NFL were all on a Zoom call, and it was back when they were having difficulties uh, with a coach who brought up a lawsuit against the owners because of the way that they are hiring minorities and the way that they're going about interviewing minorities. They have a thing in the NFL you see called the Rooney Rule where they have to interview um, a black coach for a position at any point. They have to at least, I think there's like a quota, which is crazy. So there was a lot of uh, instances where they were interviewing people, not because of their merit necessarily, but just to fill that quota. And they were kind of jerk off interviews and people were starting to, you know, pick up on the tone of these types of things. And they were like, well, that's kind of fucked up. You know, I'd rather even not have the interview than go through some jerk off fest just because you're filling some quota at the end of the day. So Brian Flores, when he got fired from the Dolphins, <clears throat> he made uh, this issue come to light a little bit more, and it got to the point where there was a lawsuit against the NFL, and uh, there was a Zoom call talking about this with all the owners. This is according to a reporter named Jim Trotter, by the way, who also is filing a lawsuit against the NFL, so he has a bit of a bias, if you will. But this guy, Jim Trotter, is reporting that on a Zoom conference talking about this initial uh, issue with black coaches in the NFL— that Terry Pagula and Jerry Jones were on the Zoom call and they said things. Jerry Jones said, evidently, if black players don't like it, they should buy their own team. Or black people, he's, he meant to say. If black people don't like it, black coaches, they should buy their own team and hire who they want. That was one of the quotes, evidently, a, attributed to Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones. Who, when you hear something like that come out of his mouth, you go, yeah, that's Jerry Jones. <laughs> Isn't he? Pro I mean, I mean, you could if I'm not putting that on the guy like I don't want to accuse anyone of something as awful as being racist or a Patriots fan. But I. <laughs> but, you know, when you see a guy like Jerry Jones, you're like, I probably right. <laughs> you know, you're so like when you hear something like that, it's not that shocking. <laughs> Terry Pagula, not the same, but kind of he's just like an old dad who gets his foot in his mouth kind of often. And the quote that he had was so alarming. His quote in this Zoom call, evidently, was, they should go back to Africa. <laughs> Which is like, so, now here's the thing about that quote. On one hand, it's so hack in like, who's said that in the last 50 years, really? Like, that's just a hack. You would think ingrained racism that was going on, they would have something that was a little more pointed and fucked up, not like old quotes from like a fucking movie in the 70s do you know what i'm saying go back to africa that's just hack i hope he didn't say that for even hack reasons let alone the obvious uh, uh, abhorrent reasons that he that i would not want him to say that do you know what i mean it sounds like something you'd hear in like a darman video where they're teaching yeah. you how to not be racist <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's exactly like, it's too on the hey. nose if you wrote that in a script someone will be like come on that's a little it's a little too on that's the exactly nose exactly what there. it sounds like it's so bizarre now, this happened on a Zoom call, so you would think that someone was recording this or there would be audio of it somewhere. There hasn't been anything that's come out. It's just according to Jim Trotter and everyone else. I mean, Terry Pagula has denied saying that he's like, that's awful. I would never say such a thing in my entire life. It's crazy that these allegations are even happening. It's disgusting. So he's like completely denying that it happened. Which makes me kind of believe him a little bit because of the fact that, like, A, I think there would be audio of it, and B, it's such a stock line where you go, like, did Jim Trotter even try when he was <laughs> coming up with these accusations? Now, on the other hand, because I'm not discounting either one, the truth or it being false. I'm not, I have no idea one way or another. So I, it very well could be true. And if it is true, that part, I go, if there is a guy that's going to say something so hack, it's probably Terry Pagula, unfortunately. That's what makes me go like, oh, it's such a hack line. But then, you know, Terry Pagula and you hear him talk often and you go, Terry Pagula might have said that shit. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go, he is kind of hack. So my brain's in a pretzel, and I don't know where to stand one way or another, but I've had my issues with the Pagulas in the past, and I've told the city of Buffalo, I've said this when I was on the airwaves there, 
be weary of who we're calling saviors and who we're putting our eggs in a basket with. I mean, there are some things that Terry Pagula does that scare me, and they're in the, the hands of my two favorite franchises, uh, or the, the fate of my two favorite franchises are in that man's hands. So I am at his mercy. He has me by the balls to a lot of degrees. He could just, he could be like, the Sabres, yeah, I'm going to move them. And then they're gone. Same with the Bills. He could, he already threatened once. So that's kind of scary. You know what I mean? It's like being under uh, the thumb of a dictatorship and uh, a king of sorts, you know. And we always hope as a, a sports fan, I'm sure if you're a sports fan out there, you have the same sort of feelings. You hope that a person who is as big a fan of you as the team as you are buys them. So that way they would never even consider moving them. And all they want them to be is successful. But alas, you know, business people get involved and they look at the dollars and obviously they're all very profitable and that's why they're bazillionaires in the first place. They know, oh, this city is better than this one. Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, such is. Now, another black eye going on for the Bills at the moment. And this, I mean, this is barely on the radar. And don't worry, I have something nice to say about the Bills and something after this. But hold on for a moment because ex-Bills player... By the way, I didn't even play the sports thing. We just kind of dove right in. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news. A lot of things have been happening in the NFL as of late where it's starting to make people go, CTE is real. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord, is it real. One instance that uh, I'll bring up is and I can't remember who this player is now. He plays for the Raiders, and uh, he is a good defensive player. It's something Charles. Can you uh, can you just look up Raiders player accuses owner and just type that that line in and see who it brings up and tell me his name and then I'll explain the story. You see, because this guy. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. I was gonna say something. Chandler. Okay. So Chandler Jones of the Raiders, he just got a, a, a significant contract as well. One of the highest paid players on their defense. He hasn't been a part of the team since the offseason. And nobody really knew what was going on. And the team didn't say anything. They just said, you know, personal issues and things like that. Chandler Jones took to Twitter in week two of the NFL and went on a tirade about him not being able to uh, have access to the facilities to weightlift and things like that all kind of valid sort of uh, things here and as it progressed Chandler Jones eventually started accusing Mark Davis that weird haircutted freak from the Las Vegas Raiders the owner of something very dastardly he said that his First, he said it was his stepdaughter. Then he said it was his niece or his goddaughter. Evidently, some rich man molested her, according to Chandler Jones. And Mark Davis knows all about it. And he's keeping Chandler Jones quiet. That's why Chandler Jones is not allowed in the facility. So these tweets came out and everyone's like, holy shit, that's fucking nuts. And then he even said in the following tweet, he's like, you could say C I have CTE. You could say anything about me that I'm just a dumb this that the other thing but I know what I know and that's why I'm being silenced and the Raiders were like uh everyone's like what what the fuck's going on Las Vegas Raiders and they put out a statement uh kind of later on they were like Chandler Jones has checked into a mental health facility and we wish him all the best and we're supporting him in his time of need so Chandler Jones is gone We've lost Chandler Jones, evidently, and I hope he gets all the help he can get. I don't think he's going to get back on the field. But this is like the kind of things where you're going like this is happening to players a little sooner than it did before, or at least we're noticing it with many of them. And this could be the case for the person that I'm discussing now. Uh, what is this? Did you? Oh, you have it right here. OK, good. So former NFL star. Now, this is a Bills player who I don't really remember all that well. It was. Uh, during the dark time, you know, we had players shuffle in and out, but they they love crediting the Bills as uh, being. I think he played for other teams, too, <laughs> but they're like, nope, Bills player, former NFL star, star being a I don't know his stats, <laughs> but I'm saying like maybe I'm wrong. But star seems like a lofty. How about player? Sergio Brown has shared his Instagram video where he claims he thought his murdered mom 
was on vacation. So evidently, here it is, Brown, 35, had been reported missing after his mother, Myrtle Brown, 73, was found murdered and left in a creek in Illinois on Saturday. So his mom comes up murdered in a creek. They find the mom in the creek, and they go, you know, we got to tell her, her son that we found her murdered body in this creek. If they go to find him, can't find him. What does that lead you to think <laughs> occurred here? You know, what are we talking about at the end of the day? It is Ask Marty time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to ask him what's going on. Did, I, did you kill your mother? So he becomes a suspect, obviously. And in a turn of events, Brown now has turned up on Instagram, sharing a bizarre video claiming that he believes his mother to be on holiday. That means vacation. If you're here in America (laughs) in the clip in which he is tagged, he tags ESPN in the clip so he can get that out there. He wants to get it on the news. Brown says fake news. It has to be the FBI. They came into my house unwarranted. They kidnapped me twice from my home. The Maywood Police Department. It had to be the FBI or the Maywood Police. I thought my mama was on vacation. Let's watch this. I don't want to spoil the contents of this video, although it is kind of difficult to follow. And if the music gets us flagged, I will have to mute it, but I'll go over the quotes. FBI, they came into my house on Bob Marley's death day with a 511 agent gas, unwarranted. And now he's at a, what, a Mexican restaurant giving this Instagram video. Let me go down, order some uh, enchiladas, and give the and give a statement because, good God, <laughs> I, I've got to get it out there. But, boy, am I famished, and it's happy hour. <laughs> Let me get a quesarito and uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> From home, the Maywood Police Department, right? Chris Fuqua did it twice. Aaron Pepper was there the second time that it happened. It had to be the FBI or the Maywood Police. I thought mom, the mama was on vacation in Sinaloa. That's fake news. Get the out of my goddamn face. She retired. If you want to come to me, the Maywood Police got to give me money. FBI had to do it. They got the power to do some like that what the f- is going on that's fake news don't come f- with me i can't make heads or tails of that i don't know if he's accusing the fbi of killing his mother or if he's saying that the fbi is lying and his mom's actually just having a siesta similar to his at the mexican restaurant there uh they kidnapped me twice he said from my home he says finishing off an incoherent ramble yeah thank god that the journalist also found it incoherent i'm not the only one Brown adds, that's fucking fake news. Get the fuck out of my goddamn face. FBI had to do it. They got the power to do some shit. What the fuck is going on? That is fake news. Don't come fucking with me. What's fake news? Is she, she, is she murdered or is it fake news that you are a suspect? I can't uh, decide what it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Mute my cough. Brown had shared the video to a secondary Instagram account and not his verified profile. Huh. Dailymail.com had been unable to verify that the account in question belongs to Brown, who has not been named as a suspect yet, according to the Independent. In the video, Brown appears to be in a hot climate, wearing a vest, and seemingly seated under a straw-thatched roof while listening to Spanish music. What appears to be... Papel Picado, traditional Mexican decorative banners, can be seen strung from the ceiling above him. Wow, this reporter really did their research. I'm going to make sure that I reference the Papel Picado. Who wrote this article? Does it say? He's at a Margaritaville paying his respects to <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Buffett, Does but not his who, mom. Tell me the person who wrote this, and please tell me it's the whitest name in the history of time. Uh, Joe Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Joe, your oh, attention Joe. to detail. Yes, I have to get in my <laughs> my Latino knowledge. <laughs> After an examination of the body on Sunday, the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office ruled her death a homicide after concluding she suffered assault-related injuries. Uh, uh, murder. Myrtle Brown's sister, Sheila Simmons, told WGN the last time she spoke to her sister was on Thursday, September the 14th. It wasn't until around 3 a.m. Saturday morning that Simmons received the call her sister and nephew were missing. Simmons soon showed up at the house. The two shared together and felt that things were 
out of the ordinary. She told WGN, we're going to find out what happened because it's not normal for my sister to not answer her phone and not respond to text messages. People have been reaching out to her since Friday. No one was able to reach her. Now I got this call in the morning saying that she's missing. So immediately I came out here to find my sister is dead. Simmons reportedly scoured the creek behind the house with police when she initially arrived but didn't find anything. It wasn't until later when her and other family members went back to search. They found Myrtle's dead body in the Addison Creek Reservoir outside of Chicago. Nick Brown, one of Myrtle's, Myrtle Brown's sons and Sergio's brother, described his mom as strong, caring, diligent. Okay, we don't need to get into the sad parts. I'm sure she was wonderful, obviously. He said, it's sad but hopeful time, and we will get through this together. Mom always told me, tough times don't last. All right. My brother Sergio is still missing. If anyone knows where he is, I want him to know that I love you and please come home. Well, he's in a Mexican restaurant. Maybe he's like already fled the country. That's like the way to tell. He's like, he's just like, all of a sudden, he's like south of the border. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh, so you left the country after your mom died? That's kind of nuts. After your mom was murdered? Hmm, interesting. Sergio played for the University of Notre Dame before he moved on and paused his career in the NFL or in pursuit his career in the NFL, excuse me. He signed as an undrafted free agent with the New England Patriots. <laughs> Just saying. As he parted ways with the team in 2012, he then moved on and played for the Colts, Falcons, Jaguars, and the Bills. So why is the Bills on the headline? This is a Patriots problem. They did this. How many murders associated with the Patriots now? So many. So many. But, hey, if it's CTE, I mean, I guess they're all CTE, right? <laughs> I mean, all the murders in the NFL. Javon Belcher, that guy, nuts. Do you know the story of Javon Belcher? I do not, no. I think I referenced it in, like, the third episode of this. I wanted to, like, you know, have a Javon Belcher, like, award for when these types of terrible things happen. Javon Belcher, you see, now this is what's kind of nuts about football, too. Javon Belcher, he woke up one morning. And he, uh, you know, oh, oh, murder, his baby mama in the middle of their apartment and then went to the practice facilities with a gun and in the parking lot told coach Andy Reid. This is for the Chiefs now, by the way, Travis Kelsey's team. I don't know. I'm not trying to draw any more conclusions here, but <laughs> it was Andy Reid, I do believe. Or no, it wasn't Andy Reid. I forget who the fucking coach was. God damn it. But he went to the coach and he went to the GM who was Scott Pioli at the time. And he stood in front of them and he said, thank you for my opportunity. And he shot himself in the head right in front of them. And everyone was like, it's so brave. They played the game the next day. <laughs> brave. Scott Pioli was probably like he saw him shoot himself in the head and was probably like, fuck. Now I got to get someone to play outside linebacker tomorrow. Like who's ready to go? They probably walked back in that building and already like looked at the depth chart and figured out what they were going to do if they had to get anyone up from the practice squad or not. I guarantee it. Everyone's like, they're so brave that they played the game the next day. They were just annoyed that they they maybe couldn't play the game the next day, probably. Ugh. So, yeah. Very similar. And that was, that's got to be CTE, too. Javon Belcher, for sure. 100%. But here's a good story about the Bills. And this is one that I want to celebrate. <laughs> this is why Bills fans are better than the rest. Where the hell did I put it? God damn it. I'm all over the board today. <laughs> oh, my Lord, Josh. You see what happened? And this is like going, this is going to go in the Hall of Fame of fandom for the Buffalo Bills. I said this many times on this program. Bills fans, we don't really, in, in a year where fans are getting murdered left and right in different stadiums, it's wild out there right now. Bills fans don't harm other people. They harm themselves, jumping off tables. Uh, lighting things on fire. It's all a lot of like self-sacrifice when it comes to Bills fans, or at least it has been. Uh, you know, if there was it, there was a death one time, but that was just a guy who got too drunk and wandered in the woods and fell in a creek and drowned because he was drunk. Happens. Happens. I mean, R.I.P. That guy. You know, yeah. he's a real one. We think about him often. We pour a little out for him at every tailgate. There's been things like that. This one didn't result in a death. Thank God. But people are bringing it to my attention as if it's going to shame me. But if anything, I'm honored that this happened. I'm going to tell you what went on here. 
A Buffalo Bills fan was found naked and covered in human waste after falling down a hole by Highmark Stadium. Now, you see they're doing construction across the street from the stadium to build the new stadium. So there's this huge construction site. And I think people are getting drunk and wanting to, I don't know, be some of the first people to be on the grounds of the new stadium, you know, to see... Uh, you say that they were there before it was even finished. So people are like climbing the fences, wasted and stuff. And on the other side is a construction site, you see. And, uh, you know, who knows what's in a construction site? There's many things for a drunk, inebriated person uh, to get into a sticky wicket when it comes to a construction site. An unidentified football fan. And by the way, I waited on this story a week because I was trying to identify him. No one has come out. I want to find this man and Skype him in and talk to him and tell him, you know, great job. Thanks for representing us this way. An unidentified football fan who is naked, by the way, naked. I want to know all the context for this, too. That's really the reason I'd like to find out who this is. He was naked and covered in human excrement and was discovered in a construction site hole near the Bills home opener on Sunday. The extent of his injuries was a cut on his forehead, according to WBEN. I shouldn't cite them. They fuck WBEN for the record. I had a bad, big fuck war them. with them back in the day. Fuck you, WBEN. You can go fuck yourself, Tim Winger. <laughs> Piece of shit. They blocked me. They blocked me on Twitter, WBN. <laughs> a news station where I'm supposed to like get alerted about emergencies. <laughs> I got blocked That's by because Tim Winger spread some lies about me. Fucking nothing Tim like Winger. nothing like fucking scandalous or anything. He said I applied for a job there when in actuality I got a job offer from there. And Tim Winger was misinformed. So suck my penis, Tim Winger, you piece of shit. Bill's Mafia is well regarded as one of the greatest American sports fan bases. They're rowdy, unpredictable, passionate, and yet humble enough to keep out of other fan bases' doghouses. Thank you. This is a nice article written about us. I like this. Whether it's jumping onto tables, going shirtless in the dead of winter, or shoveling players' driveways so they can get to the airport, Buffalo Bills fans have always found ways to one-up everyone else in America. That said, there are still some less-than-savory individuals. Now, I didn't say that. That's not my words. <laughs> I think this guy is in the upper crust. He goes right with the guys plowing the driveways for the players, if you ask me. I think he's right up there with them. We need people like this more. The unnamed man is a 29-year-old who jumped over a fence by the stadium construction site on the west side of the Highmark Stadium. He fell 30 to 40 feet and sustained only a cut on his forehead. The fan was naked and covered in human excrement. Now, I want to know, I guess human excrement is something that you can discern over dirt or something else, probably, right? Pretty easily. Yeah, there's probably a quick smell test. Yeah, but like after it's been dried on you in the hot sun after a while, how much of that just is like grime? Color. Does it still smell like poo? Well, this article Did says he, have shit he got when it he from, a, in. He from he got it out of he went into a porta potty. But that was pre-finding him. But yeah, but I'm saying like that's so shit, hours that's later sh- they had to deduce that it was human excrement. Did he not but have it, body paint? Port- that's why he went port- in there. No, no, no. He was high <laughs> on LSD and cocaine and marijuana. Yeah, I have uh, taken a lot of LSD. I've never worn shit painted my whole body and been like, let's well, go. Right I there is a picture by the way. Maybe if you right. can, if you can uh, find it, okay, there's I'll, a picture I'm of I'm him outside the porta potty with the shit, and he's like, it's like a Sasquatch video because he's like perfect. Buffalo Bills, LSD, just, uh, I'm not sure even what to type. I think I might Shit have. Shit boy, potty <laughs> I might, think I might have the picture. Oh, wait, I might have it right here already. Oh, no, wait. Oh, fuck God you, dub. <laughs> fuck you, W-B-E-N, you stupid fucks. Okay, go ahead. I'm blocked from them, so I don't know if they have it. They might have, I don't think they have the picture. They W-B-E-N probably have it one. censored. Yeah, they uh, don't have the picture. Damn, no, I'm going to find it. That don't was you a worry. press conference. Yes, no, I got it's excited a, for nothing. So, according to timelines... Evidently, this man went into an outhouse, came out with shit smeared all over him. There no, it is right there. Why? <laughs> God. So I don't know. Did he like go inside the porta potty and pencil dive or was he like reaching in and scooping? <laughs> that looks like scoop and smash. Scoop and spread. He's like, oh, I just want to get the. That's finger painting. What if he's now <laughs> I'm going to try to give this guy the benefit <laughs> of the doubt and I'm going to give a virtuous reason why he did this. What if he was like feeling lotion. on LSD and, I mean, a combo of LSD, cocaine, and marijuana. Can I say that I've been on this combination before? Probably. Hmm. It was mushrooms, though, not LSD. But I can say all the other things with it. I can check all the boxes. I've been on those things at the same time. And what did I do? I sat on a chair 
and giggled a lot <laughs> and was like, when will this end? That was it. I didn't do any of this. But maybe he was so overcome by his Bills <laughs> fandom. And he said, I feel so at one with Bills Mafia. What better way than to be one with them than to have a piece of hundreds of members of Bills Mafia on my body and my skin all at once. So he wanted to like weird. have it in him. You know uh, what I mean? You know, when this first came up, I was like, man, I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline. I thought, you know, this could have been Josh. You know, you had the moat accident. You could easily be the Bills player that fell in a hole. Holes, I didn't read yeah. any of the stuff before this. <laughs> so I no, take I back that thought now. I could have fallen I could fall in a hole at any point. You can, but I don't I don't see you being the type to go into a porta potty. <laughs> I walk <laughs> with yourself with shit and then do it. No, no, no. I don't like that kind of uh I would get if I had like <laughs> if I wiped my ass and I got shit on my finger, the day would be ruined. I couldn't imagine going to these lengths how do he get it that far on his back that's what i'm saying so i can't he, even scratch that region it makes me wonder if to. he went in there also like i don't know how a porta potty really works can you just like lift up the <laughs> bowl part and then just like go into it like a bathtub yeah so he could have did that he's throwing it against the wall <laughs> just rolling around i didn't we don't know the aftermath of the porta potty i thought when i read this without <laughs> seeing this visual that maybe he was in one and his friends were like lol lol let's tip it over or something and then in which case i would run off into a hole too if my <laughs> friends did that to me so i was trying to help this guy out now, was this during a game day oh yeah oh, okay. this is tailgating I, baby I, this I, is tailgating i didn't know if he just like, jumped. This it, it just was just a like practice a i thought it was like a, just a construction site uh, no it's body. the construction it's, site okay. uh next to the bills got stadium got it, got it. It, it just so happens there's a construction site for the tailgaters to get fucked up and now the, the fences cannot be high enough they cannot be high enough these fences for this <laughs> construction site and you know what's funny though is when i read this story at first it was just a guy, a drunk guy on lsd and cocaine fell into the hole i didn't hear about the poop part yeah and i go that's just a bill's tailgate you know i mean that could have happened to any of us like you said but then the poop part came into uh effect and i just i just i want to talk to this guy and i have no if you know him Hit me up in the DMs, reach out to me, get me in touch with this gentleman, because here's the thing, I, I am not passing judgment at all. No. I just want to know why and how. I'm so violently curious. I want to know why and how, and I, and I, listen, there's no me, like, even, no matter what he says to me, I will never come out of that going like, what a loser. I think this oh, guy, no. he goes in the pantheon of best Bills fans I've ever fucking met in my life. I, I mean, we hear I, stories about tailgaters, and this guy just... I mean, he's a hero. We should he should have he should be celebrated. If anything, that's what I'm saying. I am just. She's at a loss. I mean, I thought <laughs> I, I've gone through so many emotions. I thought at once. I mean, once we got the shit, I in the hole. I thought maybe it was just like a, it puts the lotion on the skin type of situation. I but he just. And he evidently, he decor before the hole. He was in that hole for a long time too, because the, j his friends just he thought went he went over the fence, and they're like, journey. "Well, Jeff's gone." You know, they didn't care, and they he went over that fence, and they and what happens in Bill's tailgates? Everyone gets fucked up to the point where, like, if you're there with a group, and then you go into the game, people go into the game different times, or maybe they're going like to different tailgates along the way or whatever. So you kind of like might lose your group, and you just go, "Well, I hope we meet up at the car afterwards." And that's kind of how it goes. This guy, his group just was like, well, he went over the wall. And then they went into the game probably. Didn't even think about him. He's on all these drugs and a little bit of shit, but he's gone. Once the rescue team arrived on the scene, it took approximately 20 minutes to get the fan out of the hole into Erie County Medical Center, where he was treated for a short time before being transferred to Buffalo General. There was no mention of how long the man was trapped in the hole, although Thread does state... Uh, I don't know what that means. Threads? Is he talking about the the uh, Instagram the social, media app? social media app? Thread does state that the first call concerning the man came in at 12.18 p.m. local time. The man is still being evaluated and has been issued an appearance ticket in the town of Orchard Park for criminal trespass because he went into the construction site. That's the least. I mean. Now he's covered in shit and he has to worry about I know, legal stuff. Like, like He's punished enough, hasn't he, Ben? I mean, Jesus, he's down in a hole naked for the record. 
I hope he shows hole. up to court covered in shit too, and he's like, "This is what I'm dealing with, and now you're dealing with it." The construction for the Bills' new stadium, named New <laughs> Highmark Stadium, they're not going to name it that, uh, is happening west of the current Highmark Stadium, just across Abbott Road and just south of Community College Drive, in what used to be called Parking Lot Three. Yes, Parking Lot Three. R.I.P. The new Parking Lot Three will be the old stadium. We are unsure where the hole in question is exactly in that lot. Unfortunately for the man in question, he did not get to witness the Bills dominate the law. I like how they put that in there. That's nice. They put in the that we dominated the Las Vegas Raiders. Remember the team of that weirdo, Mark Davis, who might, may or may not have seen Chandler Jones's whatever get molested? That was according to him. I got to say, when I read that, I believed it. And then I was like, but it's a wild thing to just go on Twitter and rant about. See, here's the thing. If you're ranting about something very, very serious on Twitter, people are just going to assume CTE. You know, no sane person is ranting on Twitter about uh, major, major accusations. What is this? The hole? I'm trying to find if there's a way you can see the hole, but this could just be who knows. No, they keep that under wraps. They won't show us the hole, but they will show us the the shit, man. Yes, exactly. Damn it. Well, in other news, other than uh, a Bills player, thank the Lord. This was interesting. This is about a Dolphins player. He's their cornerback, Xavier Howard. There's uh, And I don't even know how this got out there, but evidently, Xavier Howard uh, is about to have a baby. And this is not the first time the star has been involved with women calling him out. Last October, he was included in a lawsuit filed in Broward County, Florida. A woman went by Jane Doe, and she believed that she contracted an incurable STD from him. That sounds so much more serious than herpes. You know what I mean? If you go incurable STD, it's very dramatic and serious. If you just go herpes, people are like, oh, well, people people get herpes. You know, what do you want to do? She sought out 30 grand after a back and forth of Howard showing her negative STD tests and Doe finding out in 2021 she caught something. Now it appears that the NFL star is dealing with four baby mamas after an Instagram model released a statement. So this is now keep in mind it's from an Instagram model. We've seen them talk tales out of school in the past, but this might have been corroborated. Could you imagine four impregnating four women at the same time? I mean, that is just numbers. Think about all the ones that he didn't get pregnant. I mean, we're talking a litany here. Or is that just poor luck? You're like, all four girls I'm fucking got pregnant. This is just, I mean, couldn't even put those odds on a, on a betting slip at this point. Now it appears the NFL player is dealing with four baby mamas after an Instagram model released a statement. An IG account, The Neighborhood Talk, caught wind of these accusations from the woman whose handle is tapped in with Ty. She posted a photo of her laying on top of Xavian with a long caption underneath detailing all of the screenshots of their conversations. God, those screenshots of conversations. What are you you seeing anything interesting in there? If you do, let me know. The caption says, I'm Xavian Howard. Let's clear the air because this man obviously has a fetish in getting women pregnant. Well, what's the fetish in getting women pregnant? Because I think that fetish is just sex. Because that's just a natural consequence to having it. I'll tell you, the number one text message on the first photo is from um, him that says, can't wait to... Get you pregnant? Nut in that pussy. Well, there's a nut emoji over it, so... Oh, nut in that. And what is that, a kitty? And then she said two two crying faces. Okay. Uh, Crying? Well, like... (laughs) like Are they laugh crying or are they... No, it's like the... Where it's just like straight tears like down the face. What does that entail? Uh, Crying? I I don't know. Mm-hmm wish i had my crying lady um I'll what else know. does it say uh let's see if there's anything else good what did she she that's all she just cried she didn't write anything after that what is that blue big blue one she said lmao i don't know you was really tripping last time and then it's laughing crying face i'm i'm scared or i'm scarred I'm scarred? What did he I do? I think it might be scary said, lol because we didn't agree on it you basically saying fuck how i felt she said but now we can have a baby. Another crying face. Wait, she said that? But now we can have a baby? Yeah, and he said, yeah, LOL. Oh, maybe he does have a pregnant. Maybe he does. He's just like, I want to get you pregnant. It's like, what's that guy named? 
Tracy Morgan. Okay, cool. She <laughs> says, I'm scared. He said of, of what? She said, I don't want to be another baby mom. He said, well, I guess that's a no. She said, I just don't want to be put on the back burner. He said, you not. Uh, <laughs> next thing I see is... Damn computer. Next thing I see is um, it's a picture of an ultra, you know, the sonogram, and then he just <laughs> says, "Get abortion," and then it says, "Go <laughs> to hell," and then he said, "Stop sending me shit," uh, and then it says, "K." He says, "How much money do you want? I don't want to have a baby with you." Uh, that's what you not understanding. <laughs> is it ugh? UGH. I don't want to have a baby yeah. with you. Ugh. <laughs> UGHH. <laughs> God, I was trying to be like, well, that what, what you not understanding. Stop telling people you're pregnant by me. I haven't told anyone. Quit harassing me. Oh my God, Xavier. Maybe he just does have a. He's like, maybe he just has a nut in them fetish and talk. I don't know. Golly, that's tough. That's tough this evidence. Is just wild. Wild text messages from Xavier Howard. But the Dolphins are three and zero, so good for him. <laughs> <laughs> they win one more. It'll be the same record as his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Week four, we'll find out. Does Xavier Howard have a better record than the Miami Dolphins? But elsewhere, I know we've talked. Uh, this has been a very sports heavy. But you got, you have to understand, folks. The NFL's in full swing, and things are wild out there. And I bet you're wondering what is going on with our boy Sussel Wilson. He's on the Denver Broncos. A second year has come. A new coach has come in. I did say that. Nathaniel Hackett was the worst coach ever, and he will be fired. I did not know it would blow up in flames with quite the drama that it did, and it was very just like mm, chef's kiss. But you see, I thought with this new coach, Sean Payton, giving Sussel Wilson a little more humbling and a little more structure, maybe he would succeed a little bit better. But this past game that he just played was against the Miami Dolphins, as I just mentioned, and they got blown out to historic portions, losing by 50 points. The Miami Dolphins put up 70 points. That's, I've never, it's only happened three times in the history of football. And it's happening to Cecil Wilson. And the coach has come out and he's been saying to the press things like, if Russell cared as much about playing football as he did about Russell Inc., we wouldn't be in this place. He's throwing him under the bus that way. He's telling him to stop kissing babies and start like learning the playbook or whatever. Just wild quotes coming out. And people are starting to speculate, is Russell Wilson going to get benched? He's a very expensive player. They gave him so much money, and it would be insane. But they might just do it just to prove a point or to like send a message here. But also, I think he's been in his own head for other reasons. For instance, future. We've talked about his relation with Cecil Wilson, of course. Cecil is married to Sierra. Future has a child with Sierra. And Future and Russell Wilson, I don't think that they get along. Let's just say there was, during the Super Bowl here in Los Angeles, Future was doing a concert, and uh, or a part of a concert, I should say. And when he went on stage, Cecil and uh, Sierra were out of there. I almost said Rihanna. Cecil and Sierra, they bolted the second Future went on stage. So here we find out Future is evidently rapping about Cecil Wilson. He says, good luck figuring out who Future, Sierra's ex-fiance, is talking about in his new song when he says, fuck Russell. I think that was in jest. I think that was tongue-in-cheek. I think we can figure it out quite easily who it is. The Atlanta MC dropped a controversial bar in his Turn Your Click Up collab with Quavo on Friday, rapping in his verse, I got it out the field. Fuck Russell. This could be anyone, really. I mean, there are plenty of Russells who played for football. Sure, there's only one Russell who is married to Future's ex-fiance, but you can't just single in on him. That said, the headline by TMZ is hilarious, seemingly. I, I didn't see what the headline for TMZ said. Can you pull it up? Couldn't be more direct. A simple fuck than fill in the name as a direct as it gets. <clears throat> Russell Wilson, though. Boy, oh boy. The ire of oh, future. You don't want it. You don't want it. All I see here is just future seemingly this is Russell Wilson, a new song, F. Russell. Fuck Russell. Fuck Russell. So maybe we, I mean, I'm not allowed to play music uh, for f copyright reasons, but maybe I just find that little part and we make it a little button. Fuck Russell. I haven't heard it, so maybe it's not that good to... Have you heard the song? I have not heard it at all. I'm so out of the loop with music. Blink-182 put out a new song, and 
it's been something that I've been thinking about quite a bit because I've, I went to the emo festival last year when we were young, it's called. And uh, I thought for a second, you know, because they're playing all the songs from back in the day from when we were like teenagers and shit. And I go, when are one of these bands going to just put out a new album about being middle-aged? We're all middle-aged now. Why don't they just put out an album about, I mean, it's things haven't gotten that much better in a lot of ways. So like the ires of, or the ills of being this age and Blink-182 just did that. They put out a song that just like, it hit me in a way that I've not had a song, a new song, like strike me in a long time. It really fucked with me for like four days. But boy, oh boy. Uh, I am so out of the loop when it comes to like music. I don't even know when it comes out. It drops now. It just drops. It's like it's in your Spotify and I'm supposed to know that. I'm supposed to go in there and find it. I don't know. I'm getting old. The world's getting too fast. Oh, the news time, folks. We'll wrap up with a couple of news stories. We're going to save. Kirsten designed a game that I think is very fun. And we're going to save it because I want to prepare more, study up. You'll see. It'll be fun. We'll do that the next episode that we can. But I have some news uh, things to wrap up the show today. This one uh, is about a child who's industrious. He's, uh, I don't, I've, I, when you were a kid, did your parents let you drive their car ever? Like meaning like in a parking lot? Oh, on back roads for sure. My dad was a mechanic. For oh, like years. So, so you yeah. let you drive other people's cars. Well, he would just like let us take beaters and drive them around like the little uh, salvage yard or like, you know, we lived up on a gravel road. So I don't know. I'd say like by 12, my sisters who are like 10 years older than me, she'd be like, yeah, I'll take you. You can drive us into town. Wow. Yeah. 12. Yeah. To a place, to an actual location. Well, I mean, from like our house to town and then like far enough to where we can switch and then she'd actually drive into town. How many town. miles is it? I mean, like two or three. Oh, but that's pretty sweet. I was our only town doing didn't have cops lots. and stuff. So, well, this kid, he was driving south on Interstate seventy-five through Saginaw County over Memorial Day weekend. Numerous mo- numerous uh, motorists noticed an odd sight. He was a very small child, ten years old, behind the wheel of an SUV. That's a lot of car for a kid. To, he must have been a tall ass kid because he's reaching the pedals and shit. I mean. I'm thinking about also on an interstate. I'm thinking about when I was ten. There's no fucking way I was reaching those pedals. I would have to like stand up and do it, and then I'd probably drive into a fucking. I mean, I couldn't drive. I can't. I'm the shittiest driver. This would frighten the hell out of me if I was ten years old. I would never even think to go on the highway. It took me like two years into driving to fuck around with the highway. Hmm. I was like, I guess I gotta do it, and it was terrifying. (laughs) I'm a pussy. The matter began around 1.40 p.m. on Saturday, May 27th, when Saginaw County Central Dispatch notified Michigan State Police troopers that a stolen silver 2017 Buick Encore, boy, oh boy, that's a big car, was headed south on I-75. The SUV's OnStar pinpointed the vehicle's location and indicated it was traveling at a high rate of speed. The SUV had been stolen from a residence on Hess Avenue in Buena Vista Township, said uh, one of the police officers. As troopers and other police were responding, several motorists called 911 to report seeing a child driving down the highway in a reckless manner. Troopers spotted and pursued the vehicle, though their emergency lights and sirens were activated. The diminutive driver, I don't know, what what is that word? The diminutive driver, what is that saying that he was... Not paying attention, or is that reference to his age? Uh, that's him right there, just driving. Crossing three lanes. Just He's Mario like, Kart. One up. road. It's just the road is is one lane. I can just, as it long as I'm in between on. those two wide lines and not on the grass, I'm good. Are his oh. hazards on? Yeah. Oh, now he's pulling over. That's oh. right. Oh. Are they going to pull him out of the car? Just kidding. Never let them know your next move. No, the rumble strips probably scared the shit out of him. He just careens into the guardrail. Oh, he oh, did. Yeah, he oh, did. my God, he, he did. did. That's what stopped. If you're watching at home, the oh, driver just God. careened into the guardrail. Well, oh, was that the end of it? Oh, I thought that was me. There's Hold on. Who is it that? looked like someone opened up the passenger side. Watch, right here at the end. Maybe he crawled out that way. Do you way. think so? He was like, so, the driver uh, I jumped out. I don't, I don't know who who's driving it. it. It's driving itself. I was in the back seat, buckled up. It's one of those self-driving cars from 2017. I'm like, sir, uh, this is a Honda. No, what did it say it was? An SUV? It's a Buick SUV. Buick. 
uh, Trooper's spot. Okay, so OnStar remo- uh, remotely disabled it, causing it to slowly cruise to a stop. Oh, mm. so OnStar did that. Wow, that's kind of wow. fucking nuts that OnStar can just be like, you know what? You're not driving anymore. Yeah, if they OnStar, really wanted to. Where were you when I put my car through a bridge? Yeah, how come they can't <laughs> through a bridge? What does that mean? I put my car through a bridge when I was 16. How do you go through a bridge? Uh, it's wooden, and the car just hit the side of it. So you were under the bridge, or uh, you're on it. So you were like the, the, the Beetlejuice, like just careening off the edge. Kind there. of, yeah, mm. yeah. Hold on, was, I can see you I can were on you. the bridge. Uh, I was like right at the corner. I was about to turn onto the bridge, um, and I hit some ice that I couldn't turn, so I just went corner. Oh shit, corner of the bridge. Oh, right a, a bridge above a train track, and then the train came like 30 seconds after I hit. So I was just sitting there like. Did the, did the okay. train hit you? No, no, no. Oh. It was down a little ways. Jesus. Christ almighty. I'm trying to think car accidents. I've, when I was, how old was I when I got in my first one? I was definitely in high school and I hit some ice. It was that deal where like the green light was like a stale green and the cars were stopped because they hadn't started going yet again. And they didn't have their brake lights on, so I thought they were moving. And then I noticed they were stopped, so I hit the brakes far enough away for normally I would have stopped, but there was ice, and I slid right into the back of a guy. That was my first one. And then the second one, a guy ran a red light and T-boned me, and that was brutal. And I didn't get – I can't believe I didn't get hurt at all because it was, like, right in front of me. It's like – could have, like – if it was, like, four inches more, I would have, like, lost my legs. Mm-mm. Wild, yeah. Now I don't drive. Now I just trust <laughs> strangers to drive me around every single That's day. That's even scarier. I know. I'm That's starting to have anxiety scary. about it. Every time I get into one of these, I'm like, I have to take three Ubers today. Oh my god, it's three different psychopaths potentially. Anywho, they blot the OnStar stopped at the impact caused minor damage to the vehicle. With the Encore stopped, the boy exited it and ran into some nearby woods. So he did run out of the passenger side. Troopers ran after him and caught him shortly thereafter. The boy, who stands under five feet tall, told police he had taken his mother's car in hopes of driving to see her in Detroit. Aww. <laughs> so it's a nice he reason. This say. is like a movie. The boy had been apparently staying with relatives just prior. The boy was uninjured and lodged at the Saginaw County Juvenile Detention Center. Aw, this is like a Disney movie. I just wanted to see my mom. He was a boy who stole his mom's car so he could see her for 4th of July. I don't really know why, what day it was. Well, as if we didn't have enough stories with poop. <laughs> Talked a lot about poop today. This one was brought to my attention, and I wanted to talk about it last week because it was definitely more topical last week. Real quick, if you want to see my car. Is that your car? That's my car. Oh, my Lord. You know what? did way more damage to the bridge than my car. <laughs> you were just sitting uh, I like was off right to here. the side, that's all. I had to crawl at the backside. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, driving in snow is no joke. No joke at all. I actually yeah, thanks uh, OnStar for nothing. Yeah, why couldn't OnStar just put you back on the road? Well, yeah, why weren't you inside of my Taurus? Did you have OnStar? Fuck no. Oh, okay. No, that <laughs> thing was a salvage title. That's a great part about having a dad that's a mechanic. Everything came with fun little tricks and stuff. I never had a car that was new enough to have an OnStar in it, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, no. But in this story, speaking of poop, Back to poop again. This one came to me from Frodelio, and so many people actually sent this in because it was kind of a hot topic. A Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta to Barcelona was forced to turn around after a passenger had diarrhea. Now, I think it came out that this woman, this was a woman that had this diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Do you, you, I think, I, when I had this story, I said Kirsten will be all up on this story. She'll know everything. I, I saw the video of it. Uh, you saw the video I of it? I saw the video of like the aisle afterwards. Uh, Please pull that up. Oh, I got you. So for those who don't know, an Airbus A350 had set out on time on the evening of September 1st with 336 souls on board, but was forced to turn around over central Virginia. It was a biohazard issue. We had a passenger who had... Could you imagine being a guy who has to give a press conference on this? You work for Delta and you go, yeah, we had a biohazard issue. Uh, We had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. So they want us to come back to Atlanta. Now, upon hearing this, we're going to get to find out how this occurred and why and all that. Uh, And there's a video. But my first thought is like, what a fucking nightmare, first of all. And how do you do that? This is like almost something that could be celebrated too because 
How does one diarrhea an entire massive A350 plane? That is a huge plane. And if you diarrhea enough to where you have to turn the whole fucking thing around for biohazard reasons. How do you let it get that far? How do you have that much poop in your body? How do you let it get that far? I, I mean... I don't know, like, I have bum-rushed on landing a guard in, or, like, a, a flight attendant in the back to throw up before. I've done like, that. I've done that. But as far as, like, coming to just, like, full-on diarrhea shit, like, you have you have some warning. Like, you wake up that morning and things are a little off. All you have to do in Say, an hey, airport is shit, by yeah. the way, put me before you get the on the plane. Well, I mean, put me closer to the bathroom. That's asking a lot. Pay for the seat if you're going to have diarrhea. <laughs> if, if someone came to me, if I have a good seat and they're like, I don't, can you move because this woman has explosive diarrhea? I'd be like, fuck her. Go in there and shit. You'd be like, no, nah, just let her shit on the ground. I want to smell that. Well, I didn't know she was going to be an animal <laughs> you about like it. shit crimes? I don't know if she's going to be a fucking animal and shit <laughs> on the ground. Everyone's going to blame me on the plane. I'd be like, yeah. fuck you. You give up your seat for you're the, the <laughs> fucking barn the animal. in trouble now. <laughs> You give up your seat for this fucking lady. Let's see if I can find one where it's actually clear. I want you to be able to see just like the actual. Where uh, did she let it loose? And it was while it was taking. Like, here's the other thing. Was it before it took off? I got to find out the timeline here. Delta told CNN that the flight was delayed just over eight hours, but landed in Barcelona without. I don't care about what the fucking fate of the flight was. I don't care if it crashed after this. I want to know how it fucking got diarrhea. It's not the first flight this summer to have passenger experience disrupted bodily fluids. Oh, boy. This week, Air Canada issued an apology after two passengers were told to sit in inadequately clean seats that have been covered in vomit. Oh, my God. I Uh -uh. would raise holy hell. I'd be sitting fucking first class. I'm like, I'm gold premier. Okay, what? Um, you know, a sneakerhead would lose their minds over that. Ew, that's some dumb shoe, though. I mean, that's yeah, true. That guy, what, that guy could now in fairness that guy away? that guy could have had shit on his shoe beforehand and be like look at my shoe <laughs> let's All see right. the i want to see the like it's a really quick video but okay so uh, i don't think i can zoom in i see the blue this. there is a blue tarp down the middle of the aisle of the plane oh hey 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 no no, no. let me let me back into that please so there's a blue tarp that's laid down right there you see that right there what's that oh, is that it looks poop? like nestle quick powder on the ground yeah that's the poop that's shit how? You see that? So she some of it's covering it. It's, but it's she the wasn't whole aisle. done after that. How much shit was in this woman's body? I got to see this woman. She, I bet she looks worse than the <laughs> Buffalo Bills guy. Oh my god! Can you imagine a greater love story? <laughs> I'm just like two shit, <laughs> just two shit fiends that find each other. I mean, if she there, was flying to him in the hole. <laughs> if there were anybody who could relate to each other right now on a level where they think they're <laughs> so alone on an island somewhere of just social media embarrassment and everything like that, if I'm this woman who's been shit shamed on the Barcelona <laughs> flight. I'm calling up that guy from the Bills game and being like, we have it so hard. You know what I mean? Like, they can really. Like, he wouldn't even need a porta potty if you had her. <laughs> God, yeah. His little artist. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him so, her I mean, paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> she just bends over. Paint me like the aisle of an I airplane. I mean, look at that. Oh, my God. But that, like, that's what get, gets me right there. Did we, so we found out so who she dark. was. Did she say why this happened? I don't think so. She just. I don't know. If that one lady was quiet after making the plane turn around, so I would she, keep this lady quiet. I wouldn't say anything. This is also, folks, why I get a window seat, because I don't need anyone running down the aisle taking a shit the whole way through. I mean, that is a long aisle, too. And she just was pooing through the whole plane. Do you oh. think she was a window seat, though? Because if she was a window seat, oh she God. definitely shit on two other people. Yeah, you know, if you're going to take a shit maybe that was what caused her to have to to not make it to the bathroom how, she took so it took so long to get out from that window seat just look how many like puppy pads and towels are down like this looks like this looks like a murder scene happened i can't even lie yeah i i, I mean i want to know every seat i want to know exactly which airbus a350 also, this is because i don't ever want to board it they they sorry. need to that plane's never going to smell right again. Yeah. Yeah, they got to destroy this They need this to plane. use that for like fire training. You ever yeah. pulled it and see one of those planes that's just scorched the shit? That's what, exactly. no pun intended, but put that's it what this f- needs yeah, to be. Yeah, they got to put it in a field somewhere and let firemen train on it. Let that Mr. Beast do something with this. I let mean, this be a prize he gives away. Auction it off or something. <laughs> you cannot have this commission in commission still. That is wild, that's folks. That's wild. Oh, boy. All I that can't. pressure in the air, man. It builds up. I can't believe how much poo we talked about today. You're traveling soon, right? I am indeed. Shit before I'll, we be, board. I'll be going to Skankfest. And here's the thing. 
I just I can never imagine I have this much poo in my body. I just can't. It would be like if I had an issue like that. Say it was the worst scenario in the history of time, and I had this issue. It would be like a couple of maybe like drips down my pants. It wouldn't be fucking puddles along an Airbus A three fifty. That is a long fucking plane that she shat down the whole thing to the point where they were like, "We gotta turn it around and get a new plane. This is ridiculous." Just from this video alone, I'm gonna say she shit from rows thirty at least to thirteen. Yeah. I mean, that's 15 rows of shit. Isn't there a fucking bathroom in the back? Or, like, in the area she was closer to? Maybe it was occupied. Yeah. Imagine oh that. Oh, my God, just... the cart lady got her held up, and that's what that one little puddle is. There's a guy doing bumps in the bathroom, <laughs> and then he comes out, and he's like, whoops. The lady was serving someone their free drink, and she's like, I really need to go. And she's like, I oh, can't that's move the cart. the cart. That's what that puddle is right there. She's like, move the fucking cart <laughs> now. Oh, golly. Oh, my gosh. No well, fly list. I want to get her on the show. I want to get the other guy that was covered in shit on the show. All the people covered in shit. I, I hope get one day together. we can get them to zoom in. Yes, that would be the ideal. If we can get them together, and then maybe we have a little love connection. I know nothing about the two people. One's 29. I don't you know, know how they old like this lady shit. is. Other than, well, I don't know that this woman likes it. Well, yeah. Well, he I does. know that he does, and she seems to have a problem controlling it. Sounds like a match, indeed. But, folks... Thank you for joining us once again. Thank you to Kirsten. Thank you to Alex. Thank you to Milo. And thank you to all of you. I hope that you scoop up the new merch. Again, joshpottermerch.com is the URL. We got a shirt up there. I think it's a truly wonderful number. Go check it out. Go purchase one. I'd love it a great deal if you did. And I hope I see you out on the road. So many dates coming up. The next one after Skankfest this weekend being Pottstown, Pennsylvania, October 20th and 21st over at Soul Joel's. That's going to be absolutely epic. And then beyond that, the 26th of October, one night only, one show only over in San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club. Three days after that on the 29th of October, Seattle. I will be there. And then uh, we've got Brea, California, Brea Improv, the 29th of November. Also, there's a Buffalo date in there, too, 22nd of November, Thanksgiving Eve, going home and doing a show, FYI. Uh, But I'm not sure if that one's on sale yet. Down the road, though, December dates, we got a few of those. La Jolla, California at the Comedy Store, 1st through 3rd of December, and the 22nd and 23rd, Tampa Bay Side Splitters. Go get your tickets. All those are on sale now. I'd love for you to follow along on Twitch. Maybe join the Patreon. All the links for everything right in the description of the show. So go check that out. And we will see you next Wednesday right here on The Josh Potter Show.